<clears throat> Hello, my name is Louis Foyer. Welcome to my podcast. My business is your business. If you've been listening to my other programs, I welcome you back. If this is your first time, welcome. I hope you can use these programs in your staff training, education, and to build your business. Today's program is more of a discussion. It's a discussion about complaints and their value. Let me tell you, they're going to happen. There's always someone who's going to be upset with you or angry, or maybe just they compared you to someone else and you're not as good. Maybe it's the time of day. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you really don't want to deal with the customer. But you know what I've learned? I've learned that there's some real value to a customer complaint. I have trouble even admitting that. I have trouble even admitting I've actually called someone and written letters and thanked people for complaining. There's always something to learn from a complaint. Sometimes I know they come at the worst time. Well, put them aside. Wait an hour. Look at them again. Let me tell you something about them. They're, they're eye-opening. They're some of the best education you're going to receive. Oh, you can spend your time denying they're not real and the customer's not valid. And it really is a made-up story. But you know what? It's going to get repeated. That customer, that referral source, that doctor, that neighbor, that, that customer you had a week ago is going to tell somebody else. You know, I find with a complaint, usually it's rarely just between two people. It's shared. It kind of grows legs sometimes. It's repeated so often. You kind of wonder, is that really the story? And yet, sometimes you just want to forget about it. But there's something to be learned. So let me give you some advice. When someone does complain, act on it quickly. The more time you leave between hearing the complaint and responding to it is the more serious it can become. It gives the customer, the physician, or the social worker, or even the man who came into your store to buy a pizza more time to repeat it to others and to tell people you never responded. Depends how you define the word never. Maybe you're not going to respond for 24 or 48 hours. That can be a long time. That leaves me a lot of time to repeat the story. So with complaints, I always tell people, move quickly. <clears throat> you want to make sure that this story is not repeated over and over again. And number two, open your eyes and open your ears and listen to the entire story. Stop being defensive. Stop believing to yourself. It really never happened that way. Well, you know what? Maybe they misinterpreted something you said. That's very possible. But you know what? It happened. And so listen carefully. The customer who's complaining should be talking at least 50% of the time. Get the whole story. Show some interest. 
write down the details. You want to know exactly what the customer thought happened, not what reality is, it's appearance. It's really not what really happened, it's what appeared to happen. You know, I, I like that word appearance because it'll appear different to every single person. And though you may say to the customer, you know, that's how we've always done it. Well, that may be true, but everyone will decide how it appears to them. So get the details and listen carefully. But that's only the beginning. There's real value to the complaint. Someone else probably feels exactly the same way. You know, years ago, I worked for an accrediting body that accredited home care companies. And people would say they never receive any complaints. They don't have a log. They really don't need to do a survey. Everything's really just fine. Everybody loves us. And and some actually said we do a survey and we get 98% great customer satisfaction. Good for you. You know what? I'm not worried about the 98% of people who love you. They're fine. They're not gonna repeat the story. People who love one another usually don't repeat the story. They don't walk out of the dry cleaners and say they're the best or go to the restaurant and say they're the best. But when they have a problem, they repeat it. And so you need to be concerned about those 2%. The 2% of the people who don't like you, who are angry at you, who you've disappointed, who you do not meet their expectations. Those are the 2% that you need to focus on. So the value of studying complaints is studying those 2%. Sure, you could do a survey, read about what everybody loves and make sure you do it over and over again. But I bet there's some errors you also do over and over again. Listen to what they are, write them down because they probably need to be the center of your next staff meeting. And if you're not logging every single complaint, they're hard to study. Because human nature kind of tells me, once people complain and you're in denial, you're gonna forget it. You're gonna say it comes from Mrs. Stevenson. She complains about everything. You know, Mrs. Stevenson may have hit upon something that's really important. There are people in your company that are actually rude. <laughs> you know, I remember years ago doing a little survey in a client of mine and everyone was saying certain kind of negative words about one of the customer service reps. Three or four people that I called said she was rude. Well, I went to her at the end of the day and I said to her, Diane, you know, people are saying you're rude. And her response was interesting. She said, Lewis, I treat everybody exactly the same. I said, you're probably right. I call that non-discriminatory rudeness. Everybody you talk to is getting the same message, that they feel they're an interruption in your time rather than the reason we're in business. You see, there's something to be learned in every complaint. There's tremendous value. 
You know, people talk about all kinds of in-service education programs, programs that are needed for accreditation and licensing. But you know what? The best business education you get is from that complainer on the phone. And I know they call it five minutes right before you want to close the office. And there's a whole group that are waiting for you to open the phone on Monday morning. I'll make you a promise. Monday morning, turn the phone on at eight o'clock and the first phone call is from someone who's been waiting for you to open. You see, she's been angry since Friday night. She's been angry for days. She just can't wait to talk to you. And so remember, every complaint, there's a message for education. We don't wanna spend the whole day wondering if the lady's right or wrong. We may be the ones who are at fault. We're the culprits. Maybe we didn't give her the right information. We weren't very clear on the use of the equipment or even on the expectations that, that she has all wrong. Maybe she thought this was gonna look different, that she would walk differently or sound differently or be able to take that extensive vacation when she really would not be able to for many months. You see, when someone's angry, there's always value to the complaint. I know I've negated some myself, but I've been wrong. I, I've often been wrong. And that's why I go back all the time and say, you know what? Maybe she was right. Maybe I wasn't open to listening. Maybe the delivery of her complaint came at at the wrong time. Yeah, complaining to me on Friday afternoon at 4.45 when I start closing my office at five is probably not a great idea. And finally, share the complaint with your entire team. Everyone in the office should know. Because you know what, just because you've learned about a complaint doesn't mean everybody else has. Maybe we need to pick the complaint a week. They're not bad things. And you don't want people to be discouraged from sharing their complaints with you. You don't want people you supervise or work with to find complaining, to repeat complaining is not a good thing. It's okay. We're going to make errors. That's why we're a people-oriented business. You know, most things don't get sold by themselves. And so pick the complaint of the week and say, look, let's see not only how to solve the problem, but let's move to part two. How do we ensure it does not happen again? Do we need better scripting? Do we need to make a list of appropriate responses? Do we need to train everybody in the company? If the customer says X, then we may want to focus on saying Y. As I close this episode, let me remind you, it may be time to put up a sign in your business. You know, a simple sign. A sign that says, without customers, we have no business. You know, if we remind ourselves every day of that, we'll treat every complaint as important. Because if that person leaves, they may take our wonderful reputation with them. We don't want that to happen. So please share this program with others. There's value in a complaint. They're going to come. 
And we need to do all we can to make sure everyone's prepared. Have a great day. Share my program and my podcast with your colleagues. My business is your business. And it's been that way for more than 35 years. Have a great day and thanks for joining me.